0: This is the Comp Effect Podcast. When you focus on workers' compensation, you'll have a safer work environment, more productive staff, lower expenses, and you'll crush your competition. We're sharing real-world stories, actionable tips, business-friendly advice, and information to help your business. I'm your host, Todd Tams. Enjoy the show. Greetings, everybody, and welcome back to this episode of Comp Talk. Uh, we usually record these or release them on Thursdays. If you're listening to it on Thursday, I hope you're having a great day. So today, I want to talk about uh, just a situation we just had in our office here that we've been working on for the last couple of weeks, and it's why everybody should audit the audit. And what I mean by this is, agents should sit down with their policyholders or their clients and review annually the information that is being reported to the auditor when it comes to their workers' compensation policies. It is estimated that roughly 70% of these times are wrong. Uh, I don't have the real hard, fast numbers in my office, but they seem to be wrong an awful lot. So when do you wanna audit the audit? If I'm looking at a two or $3,000 workers' compensation policy, I would assume that it should be pretty straightforward because it's probably a one or two person operation, that there's not going to be much discrepancy and the business is going to have uh, a general understanding of what their actual payroll was. Um, So I don't do what I'm going to talk about today on those smaller policies. I don't have time. Um, Generally speaking, we send that out to the client. We say, hey, if you think there's something wrong, let us know and we'll dig in. Uh, but generally speaking, if you're running $75,000 with a payroll and it's a one class code company and you reported $75,000 with a payroll, you it's pretty straightforward. Where things get more complex is when you run into organizations with lots of people. Uh, in the case of the, the case study that we're going to talk about here today, we're looking at an operation that, uh, that has two class codes. Um, they have a, a sales processing center, clerical processing center in the front and they have a production manufacturing facility in the back. Two class codes. You're either going to have people that work in the front of the office or you're going to have people that work in the back of the office. Our process when we receive the audit documentation from the carrier, and it's, it's always very vague. It's going to come on the workers' compensation deck sheet. It's going to tell you what the new payroll is or the new payroll is that was audited, and then on the bottom it will be here's the new additional charge or here is the refund. The first thing we do when we get that on our sizable accounts is we dump that into an Excel spreadsheet. And this Excel spreadsheet is free for download. We're gonna put it under the resources tab on the comp effect.com. help yourself to it. It's pretty self-explanatory to use, but we'll put some notes in there for you um, if you're unfamiliar with this. But generally speaking, there is a column on the left that has a class code and a job description. The rate that was set at the beginning of the policy and then there are a couple columns. There is estimated and there's actual. The estimated uh, payroll amounts come from the beginning of the policy period, and the audited come from the most recent audit information. We compare those two and we see if a premium, additional premium is due or if a premium needs to be returned. It's pretty easy in there when you're looking at two class codes to see where the overages or under is on, uh, on payroll. We then take that and we say, hey, it looks like the insurance company wants some more premium. Uh, it looks like your payroll was up. Can you please validate this? We ask our clients to save the information that, that they submitted to the carrier for a review. And they'll pretty quickly tell us that it looks right or it doesn't look right, it matches or it doesn't. And when you're looking at whether it matches, please do not look at total payroll. Look at the actual payroll that was reported for each class code. I would recommend that if you're a company, when you do your when you do weekly payroll, you assign those people to a specific class code that they're in. So if John Doe works in production, you have the production class code assigned to him. So it becomes very easy when you need to run your payroll report for the auditor. It should all true out and it should calculate in there how much of that was overtime. There becomes a problem when businesses send this to the auditor and the auditor sometimes screws it up. I don't know where it happens, but it happens frequently. So in the case of this, uh, of this risk, we went back and we reached out to the carrier and we said, we need the detailed audit worksheets. And a lot of you may not have seen the detailed audit worksheets, but there is a very lengthy report that the auditor has done on the business that breaks out payroll by person, by class code, and the calculation uh, of what payroll was actually used, that compiles to the, the, the front page of the deck page of the policy. So if you're an insurance agent and you call your carrier and say, hey, I think I need the detailed audit worksheets, you may get some pushback. Some carriers will send them to you just by asking. Other carriers will say, we need permission from your client to share that information. And if I could go on a rant here for a little bit, uh, I would rant that that is not the insurance company's client. That's my client. Um, We represent them in the marketplace. And when we ask for information, we should get it. Um, But I certainly get that payroll is somewhat sensitive and maybe maybe some people don't want that out there. So that brings us to the next thing. When you're doing an audit for payroll, I don't care what people make. It goes in one eye and out the other. Uh, I'm indifferent to it. We're respectful of the data. We get that businesses may not feel okay sharing the payroll data with us, but you have to get past that if you're going to do your due diligence and your job for that client. And if you're a company listening to this, give your agent the information if you trust them. And I assume you do because you trust them with your entire risk management package. Let them have the data. They know what to do with it. So in the case of this, we get the detailed audit worksheets and we spreadsheet it out. We spreadsheet it out by name, by class code. We remove the additional charge for the, um, for the overtime. And it totals up to exactly what the insurance company put on the deck page. So we thought, well, this is weird. So I kick that back to the client and I say, hey, I need you to look at this and tell me what it is that you reported. If your client doesn't want to do this, they can send you the report they sent to the adjuster. In this case, the client's really good with data. And he said, Todd, don't worry about it. I'll go through it and double check it out real, for you real quick. So we get it back and there's eight people on this report that have their payroll. Actually, there were 16 people. There were eight people in production that had their payroll inflated for no rhyme or reason. It didn't make sense. It wasn't a rounding error. It wasn't a fat finger. Uh, the amounts were all over the place but the payroll for the production was increased. We don't know why. And the payroll for the clerical was decreased. Now the production rate, the production payroll rate is much higher and therefore this results in a bigger charge to our client or an overcharge because of the discrepancies. So it's taken us three weeks. And here's, here's my next problem. So when I reach out to the insurance company and I provide the insurance company with all of this data and I say something is not right with the audit, please have your auditor get in touch with me and my client. We want to understand what the discrepancy is. Once again, we are not included as an agent in that audit request until our client brings us back in the loop. They carbon copy us and say, here's the, here's the issues. So when we bring these to the adjuster, which we did this morning... I have yet to get a phone call back or a response as to why these are wrong. I think we honestly just caught this adjuster with his pants down and he was screwing up the audit. Whether it was intentional or unintentional, I'm not really sure. We'll figure this out later on down the road. But I get excited about this and I want to talk about work comp. And so I wanted to share this with you guys today. I'll give you an update later on on how this shook out. So, the long and the short of it, we've gone back. Owners who were excluded from payroll were included in payroll. People were mismatched. We have no rhyme or reason why. The end result is the auditor's incorrect, class in of pay, the auditor's incorrect classification of payroll add an additional 10% of premium to their audit because of their screw-up. So had we not gone back and done the work and retrieved the audit worksheets, spreadsheeted it out, visited with our client, had them match it up, our client would have been overcharged an additional 10% of their workers compensation premium. And I'm telling you people, this happens all the time. And I mean all the time. So if you're paying any kind of substantial amount in workers compensation premium, go back and audit it, make sure that what the auditor did was correct. In some cases, it's going to be real, real easy for you. um, Especially if it's not much payroll in other cases it may take a little bit of time, Because you have, you know, a number of employees uh, with overtime, you need to back out all the numbers and all that stuff. So we're having a good day. We helped our client not overpay the insurance company. Um, Now, I understand that we as agents didn't get commission on that, right? Because if there's an audit that results in a payroll increase or a premium increase, we as agents get compensated on that. That's not the right way to look at this. We have to do the right thing for our client 100% of the time without regard to whether there's financial incentive for us or not. It's frustrating to me that these things happen as much as they do. Um, It's frustrating to me that there are companies across this fine country that make a living out of auditing people's audits and retaining half of the premium, but they do it because it's so rampant. There are so many businesses that are being overcharged and the only people that are winning in this are the insurance companies. So businesses, please take the time to audit your audit. Agents, please take the time to help your clients audit the audit. If I can help you out in any way or you have questions, please let me know. This is what I do for a living. We're happy to help people. And don't forget to download our resource at thecompaffect.com. Thanks so much for listening. Have a fantastic day.